0: Live from the Paragon 7 Studios,
1: you are listening to the Hush Radio Network.
0: Paragon, Paragon 7 Studios. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5,
1: 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11,
2: 12.
0: Christmas coming up in the next couple of weeks. I wanted I wanted to do a public service announcement. As a man, you go into the Christmas season knowing that what's what, what's going on at Christmas is not for you. the 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 concept of, of gift giving for Christmas is for is for women and for children. And as a man, as a provider, Chris Rock talks about it in his stand up comedy routine. Men men men, gotta produce. Women and children and dogs, they get loved unconditionally. Men have to produce. And I'm talking about the men that take care of business people like me. You're going out, you're you're trying to get the best gifts. You have Victoria's Secrets, you're, you're at the Polo outlet, you're you're scouring to see what's what's going on online, where where are the sales? What do the women and children in my life want? Now rather that's so you're you're trying to figure out how to get gifts for your colleagues and your your parents. And your children, if you have children, and your grandmother, and grandfather, and next-door neighbor, and godchildren. I got a lot of godchildren who I love very much. And you're trying to juxtapose all of this. But especially, you better make the women that are most important to you happy. During this time of the year. So if that's your wife, if that's your girlfriend, if that's your mistress, if that's your jump-off, if that's your your mother, your grandmother, your great grandmother. Or even the 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 lady that you, there's your colleague that sits in the cubicle next to yours. You better figure it out, or there's gonna be some problems. So I'm saying bump all that. I'm I wanna do if you're if you're new to the show and you're listening to the 11 a.m. time slot on WOL and DC, I do this segment called Top 5 Dead or Alive, and it it's basically the Lance J. Power Rankings. It's I don't do a lot of list radio, but if there's a topic that I think is funny or pertinent, I'll do something. And this will be a short segment because John and April are coming in next on a Wednesday. So I want to do a Top 5 Dead or Alive for the men these are the these are the these are the best Christmas gifts for men. This is about men. This is this is about the machismo. This is this is about the top the toxic masculinity. This is a this is about you know you've seen all the bad dad gifts like oh, you remember a Cosby show where where Rudy bought but but Cliff Huxtable a tie and I think it was like a tie that had the backdrop of Miami on it and it was pink flamencos that were lighting up in the background. How do you, if you're listening to this and you're one of the ladies out there listening on, on any of our affiliates and you're getting a gift for your dad or your granddad or or, or or your man, take the take the last day advice and you you can't go wrong if you go with any of these five gifts. So cue, cue the music. Top five dead or alive. Best Christmas gifts for men. Number five, accessories. You can always go. You can always go with the sunglasses. I'm a I'm a big sunglasses guy. You go with the Ray-Ban sunglasses. I, I'm a fan of, of going out and spending a nice little amount. But everybody doesn't have that type of money. And, and one of the things about about Christmas and giving, we have this misnomer that that you have to be rich. You got to spend a lot of money. And if you don't have a lot of money, your gifts are not as valuable or important. And that's flat out not true. You go to the Ralph Lauren outlet and get a nice pair of sunglasses for 60 bucks, 70 bucks. You can even go to K&G and get a really nice pair of sunglasses for 30 bucks. In addition to sunglasses, you have you have cufflinks. I'm a big cufflink fan. If, if the man in your life wears nice clothes, and especially if they're a corporate person like me and have to, to sit in meetings, stuff like that, get him some cufflinks. Nothing looks better than a, than a nice French cuff shirt with a good pair of cufflinks that, that are at the right lid. Not not the pirate arm, where, where the cuff is too big and it's all the way sliding down your hand, but a well-fitted shirt with a with a pair of cufflinks. Don't have to be diamond. I mean, if it's me, I like a little bit of bling, but it, but it doesn't have to be diamonds. And then a watch. You don't have to get a a Rolex or a tag here. Everybody can't afford that. But Movado, you go to the Movado. If you're in DC, go to the Movado outlet down at Oxon Hill. They're constantly doing winter sales where they're discounting. You can go and get a nice Movado watch for like 300 bucks. And many of you listening to this show can afford a $300 Movado watch for the man in their life, whether it's your father, your grandfather, your husband, your boyfriend, whomever. And that will make that will make him very happy. It'll be a very Merry Christmas for them. Number four, every man needs this. They need a nice suit, they need a nice tie and pocket square combo, it doesn't matter. If your man doesn't have a nice suit, then he definitely needs one. You people, your father, you know your father's size, you know your grandfather's size, you know your husband's size. If it's somebody you just met, you're probably not familiar enough to be to be listening to this or buying them that. But if you get your man a nice charcoal gray suit, a nice pinstripe navy suit, a nice black suit, formal wear type of black tie event type of suit, tuxedo type, you can't go wrong with that. And you add a nice tie and a pocket square to that, and an accessory, you're 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 setting you're setting him up to win. And if your man wears suits frequently, it's just another suit for him to wear that's a nice suit. If he doesn't, he needs that. You're almost giving him a hint. You're saving his life saying that, hey, stop wearing stop wearing Timberland boots. Stop being a go-hard youngin' and wearing New Balance shoes everywhere. Put on a suit like a grown bleeping man when you present yourself. Number three, this is where it gets a little bit more expensive, but I'm a supporter of this. Duffel bags or briefcases, whatever you want to call them. Now, I'm a, I'm a collector. And and I love Louis Vuitton duffel bags. I have I have one of the most coveted things that I have. I have I have a rest in peace. I have a Virgil Abloh Louis Vuitton duffel bag. And I won't even tell you what I paid for it. And people people rip me when I talk. I, I post stuff. I post some of my Louis on Facebook and on the gram. People make fun of me, and I'm like, you know what? You make fun of me. You're saying it's a purse. you can't afford one so don't be mad don't don't hate the player hate the game but everyone men like duffel bags men like what would be called in the lexicon purses it could be a duffel bag it could be a briefcase but it doesn't have to be louis vuitton or gucci or prada There's there's some really nice leather briefcases and duffel bags that you can get for a very reasonable price. Go to Macy's, even go to Office Depot. You can find a lot of nice stuff. Number two, this is very easy, gaming consoles. You can't lose, you cannot lose with the PS5. Now, once again, everyone doesn't have money to get the PS5, but you know what you can get your man? You can get your man a Nintendo. Or a Sega Genesis, or something old school that has the package where you get like 30 games. So if you get if you get your man a Nintendo, and you get him Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and Zelda, and Super Mario's uh, Super Mario Brothers one, two, and three, and Contra, and some of the old school games, is he going to play it forever? But he's going to play it for a couple of months. It's a nice gift. It's a reasonable gift. And it shows that you're in tune with what he wants because all men, ultimately, they want to come home and they want to break from whatever's going on in society, especially out working 40 hours, 50 hours, 60 hours, 70 hours a week like me. PS5 ideal, but but even if it's a Nintendo or even if it's a Sega or even if it's a TurboGrafx-16, it's nostalgic, and men will always like it. And then here's the the final one. I see women, they make this mistake all the time. And this is this is a gift that you can get for your man. And if your man doesn't like this gift, then I don't, I don't want your man to listen to this show. I don't even know if I want you to listen to this show. You can't go wrong with a pair of air freaking Jordans for your man during Christmas. That's always a go-to. When in doubt, just like with men, when in doubt, get some Jimmy Choo perfume. When in doubt, go on a spending spree at Victoria's Secret. For men, if if if, if you give your man or your father, if you if you if your father is is 70 or under, if you give your man or your father or the man in your life that, that you admire and you want to do something nice for and make him feel affirmed and special, if you give him the space cool gray Jordans, you've you've won. You've won Christmas. If you come, if you come with, with a pair of uh of, of 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 Jordan 4s or Jordan 5, you're like me, and you mess with the off-white and you have the money, you can get your man a pair of off-white Jordan 5s, man, that's that's a crusher. We'll settle for LeBron's for some of these younger people. And settle, if you can get your hands on some Kobe's or some Kyrie Irving, something like that, but especially Jordans. That, that, is a, that, is a, that is a winning proposition every time. And that's that's my top five that are alive. You got accessories. You got a nice suit and tie. You got duffel bags slash briefcase slash Louis Vuitton. Gaming consoles. And most importantly, a nice pair of Air Jordans. And if, if you listen to Lance J and you follow my instructions, you're going to have a very good Christmas. The man in your life is going to have a very good Christmas. And they're going to appreciate you for what you've done. Paragon Seven Studios.
2: I ain't snitching on nobody from Harlem, man. I give you a couple cats down in D.C. doing they thing, out of town doing they thing, but um, I'm not snitching on nobody in Harlem because
0: when I come home, I'm still going to be the king. You are listening to the Lance J Radio
2: Network. We begin searching for ways to not only feed, not only bridge the access to food, but how can we fight disease? Quite naturally, that required. It was a must that we figure out how to get fresh produce, crisp greens, leafy greens, and fruits and herbs and vegetables directly to the front door of those families that needed it the most. And so we finally come out with a solution, and we call that Full Cart Fresh. We have teamed up with some of the, the greatest people in America, our American farmers and through working with a collaborative of farmers across multiple states, we have created Full Cart Fresh. So imagine this, you're at a farm, the produce is picked and prepared, and it's boxed in a Full Cart Fresh box at the farm. And then through our shipping and logistics uh, program, we ship directly from the farm, directly to the front door, of the most vulnerable families in America. We have got families and seniors and children around the country who are hungry, and as well as hungry, are really managing and coping with serious illnesses and diseases. So come along, help us. Help feeding children everywhere through our Full Cart program and the launch of our new Full Cart Fresh. Help those families in need.
0: Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Squad. The construction Timbs are classic in Philly. They, they are in New York. They are. Connecticut. James Lewis. Never been to Connecticut, man. Connecticut, Jersey. You definitely Uptown, from New Town. You definitely downtown. from New York if you shout it out, Connecticut. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. As a former quality executive who has literally retrieved and coded millions of charts, I've worked with our new partners over at Episource for many years and am proud to now serve as a brand ambassador and part of their product development team. Episource is a global industry leader in chart retrieval, coding, quality analytics, and in-home assessments. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration.
3: Paragon 7 Studios. welcome to just john and april the relationship podcast your place to level up your intimacy
1: yeah
3: i'm excited today once again to be on the last day radio network
1: yes always excited and i'm excited about what we're talking about
3: i am too yeah so let's just start really quickly i gotta ask you a question okay. uh, people that know you that have been watching us for a long time mm-hmm. they know that you are you're a couple of ishes
1: <laughs> i am a couple of you ishes. are yes, you are
3: feminish feminish right yes. we have our meaning if you follow us already you already know what that is if you don't start following us and watching you'll, you'll see what that yeah, is yeah. But you're also vegan-ish.
1: I'm vegan-ish. I have to put the ish in there because...
3: Yeah, what does that mean, basically?
1: I take bites.
3: That's right. So you you basically (laughs) eat vegan all the time. But if there is something good that comes out, Mm -hmm. like, say, a new chicken sandwich or something like that, (laughs) you will... Order one or you'll take a bite of the one that I've ordered. Whatever. But usually
1: just take a bite of one I'm not gonna order a, or a whole two. well I might because you might want the rest of that one.
3: That's true. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Okay, so so but I here's will the take question. a
1: bite because I want to taste, you know.
3: Yes. So I'm gonna yes. ask my veganish wife who loves eating stuff like plant burger.
1: Yes, I, I do. want I want <laughs> to know
3: from you what is your favorite. Who makes the better chicken sandwich? Mm-hmm. Is it A
1: mm-hmm. Popeyes mm-hmm.
3: or B, mm-hmm. Chick fil A? I wish I had some, uh, you know.
1: <laughs> I ain't so, got that. But
3: <laughs> so
1: I am going to actually have a different answer.
3: I, I said A or B. Do what I have to about? pick one of those? Okay, I want to know first which of those two do you think is better? Because you may have you may have a third option that you think okay. is better than even those. But yes. of, of those two, of those two, which one is better and I, why?
1: I would say Chick Fil A
3: because really, yeah. Okay.
1: I don't think I like Popeye's crust on the it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> It's too much fried skin. You don't want all
3: that extra. It's too it's much not fried. skin, babe. What? It's, it's like what a batter. are you oh. talking about no skin. Babe, they don't, they don't serve the bone chicken <laughs> as a sandwich. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. I felt like to Cl- say skin. Cl- clearly she's vegan
3: and she doesn't normally do this. <laughs> I
1: didn't mean to say. It's just a little too crispy for me.
3: You, want, you don't want all I don't that don't extra know. fried. That's too
1: much. Too much. But lately, the last time I had a chicken sandwich was very long time ago. Yes. From Chick-fil-A. Right. It was super salty. Yes, that's true. So for me, I don't know. Neither one of those really for me really does it. So I have to tell you which one. I, okay. Well, yeah, I have to so, tell you. Okay. This so- is a sleeper. This is a sleeper chicken sandwich. People do not know. They don't even talk about it, and they don't know that this place has the best and it's not even fried. It's grilled. That's true. And it's off the chain. It's All better right. than it's better than Chick-fil-A. It's better than Popeye's. And first of all, back I, in the day, me and my sister used to always get these because they were amazing.
3: I think people would automatically say that's hyperbole. There's no way it can be that much better. But <laughs> it but, is. But I'm gonna tell have the to, truth I'm when gonna I have told, to agree. You're
1: gonna have to agree because you did not believe me until you I, tried it. I did not
3: believe you. Neither did Brian, my cousin. That's right. And we both had it at the same time.
1: And it's amazing. And guys Where's it from? It's from Waffle House.
3: Waffle.
1: Waffle House. House. Grilled chicken sandwich is amazing. It is good. At least it used to be back in the
3: 90s. That's true. It was a long time ago we had it. I, no. So, ha- that's not true. I've been to Waffle House and haven't had chicken there. I had regular like waffles, but yeah. no.
1: So I don't know, so I don't if, know if it's either. changed. Because you know how these these... These franchise places, man, they food be getting whack over right, the, over time. True. They be getting whack. You can't even go back. Like I will never step foot back into an Olive Garden. That's okay, I'm so sorry. Over time, Olive Garden is is trash right, now. Right, right. Okay, that's I don't hilarious. know what happens to these franchise places, but anyway. So you need to head to Waffle House and grab one of them grilled
0: cheese. <laughs>
1: Hopefully, it tastes like the one from the '90s.
0: <laughs> it won't, but we can try it anyway. Yeah, try Live it anyway. from Washington D.C., you are listening to Just John and April on the Lance J Radio Network.
3: All right, so here's the question. There's something else going on right now that I'd like you to talk about because you told me about it earlier today. You said you were on Instagram. I
1: did, yeah, I was on Instagram and I saw Devon Franklin. If you don't know who he is, he's married to uh, Megan... Megan Good. Megan Good. I was going to say Megan Markle.
3: no. It's, ma- it's making I good. I know it's making good. That was,
1: <laughs> that, was that was my part. My pause was because of that. But anyway, yeah. Devon Franklin was praying over people who are feeling lonely, mm. and I was like, "Wow, what made him feel like he needed to do that?" Mm. And you know, I thought about it, and I remember I remember reading articles, especially during the pandemic. Well, we
3: are still. The pandemic,
1: We always say during the pandemic as if it's over so, because we're not quarantined anymore, but I need to say during the quarantine because yeah, we're still in the pandemic. I was
3: just going to say that. We have to come yeah. up with a different way, but I think that's the way to say it. Yeah. I, I do think we're still living in we pandemic times. We are still times. living
1: in pandemic times. So yeah, it was but we're during quarantine yeah. that people were really starting to feel more lonely than... Ever before. People were
3: reporting record highs. Record highs. So when
1: I heard him praying over people who are feeling lonely, I was like, Wow, Hmm. you know, I'm not thinking this thing is still going on. People are still feeling lonely. Yes. It's not you know, we already know people feel lonely. Right. But it really grew
3: during quarantine. So here's the crazy thing though, we started looking it up and started wanting to put some numbers around this thing, Mm -hmm, it was mm -hmm. actually remarkable the kinds of percentages we were seeing. Yes.
1: So the first thing you showed me,
3: 61% of young adults in the U.S. feel lonely.
1: 61%. It said...
3: That was according to uh, scientificamerican.com. Yes. A 2020 um, uh, article. Yes, yes, yes. So, but okay, 51% of mothers with young children feel serious loneliness. Serious they loneliness. That was a Harvard study yes. in 2021.
1: Yes. Serious loneliness. Now
3: what killed me was this one. Seventy one percent of millennials this shocking. have no friends.
1: Have no friends.
3: And did they did they characterize no friends as like zero friends? Like, like it was just like, one.
1: It was like one no, it was like one out of five millennials had friends. Whoa. It was something crazy like that. My so, and it's so funny because what I see that as hmm. is that millennials look like they have friends, but they don't. Mm. That's what I got from that because...
3: The, art, the way the article was talking about Right. It. Yeah. Because
1: it's like they go out, they mm-hmm. have fun, they're mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. but do they really feel like these are genuine friendships... Mm. And according to this article, no, they do not have genuine. So, so
3: clearly, what we're really saying is loneliness is on the rise. Everybody's experiencing it. Yes, and it, it's like a big deal thing. So yeah. clearly, we're into intimacy, and you know, my question immediately became, well, you know, maybe it was more of a statement. Married people don't deal with that, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because yes, married people. Do yes, yes, it's crazy. Yes, you would think. I mean, people say stuff like. If you don't want to be lonely, get married. Right. But that is not necessarily what is going to make you not lonely.
3: For, for me, marriage loneliness is a bigger phenomenon or at least a bigger shock mm-hmm. because I think mm-hmm. there's this automatic thing like you just said. Mm-hmm. It feels like marriage is like the ultimate cure for loneliness. Right. Like. I, Okay, I'm going to be with somebody the rest of my life, and that will at least mean there's at least one person I can have as my companion from now on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'd be the assumption, right? You would think that. But it's not the case, and yeah. a lot of people are lonely in marriage.
1: And I'm going to say that some of the reasons for loneliness dealt with, uh, we're dealing, they were dealing with depression, anxiety, anxiety. Mm. Um, Uh, just things like that were in place, also in place when it comes to loneliness. So you're also dealing with depression, or because of the depression and the anxiety, it caused some loneliness. I guess you retreat from people, I guess, when it comes to stuff like that. Okay, so let
3: me just read a couple excerpts from this article that I read. Okay, Okay. So this is from uh, Mom Junction. Right. Mm -hmm. And this person says this, um, you know, the elders in the family advise get married and you have a lifetime companion to share your joys, Mm -hmm. secrets, pains and woes. That's what we thought, too. Yeah. But what if the very companion is the reason for your loneliness? Wow. What if your marriage leaves you with nobody to share your life, Mm -hmm. even though this person is the person that you actually married? So Mm -hmm. anyway, uh, she goes down to say a little bit further. Loneliness happens when you are both at one place but cannot connect with each other. You both feel awkward to be alone with each other. Wow. There's neither physical nor mental intimacy between you. In Ew. simple words, you are a couple to the world out there, but not for yourselves.
1: Well, you know, there's a lot of couples like that. I, It's I, almost like living as roommates.
3: Right. But, but here's the thing about it, though.
1: Actually, roommates actually have more companionship, probably.
3: Maybe. Yeah. So here's the thing. This is my question to you. Yeah. I know how I would answer this question. I think I know at least, but here's Mm -hmm. my question. Mm -hmm. Do you think you would feel a sense of more loneliness? Would you feel greater loneliness Mm -hmm. if you were single or married? Like if you felt loneliness in marriage, do you think that would would feel like- Okay. To me. Yeah. To me too. To me if you have
1: somebody that's there and you're still feeling lonely. Because because the assumption is I'm
3: supposed to feel like I have a companion and I don't.
1: That would definitely make me feel worse because it's like I have this person here and this person's not even fulfilling me in that way. Right. I'm still feeling alone. Yeah. Yeah. That has to hurt more.
3: I agree. It's I, well, got to it feel be, like a bigger it could loneliness. Be equal. I don't know. Maybe but it's the it, same.
1: Yeah. But but It, and, it feels and, like it would be. And,
3: and I guess you'd have to experience both in order to know what that feels like. That's true. But That's true. I almost feel as though if I have an expectation that I'm not going to be lonely and I still feel it, mm-hmm. it would make the loneliness greater. Yeah. That's how I feel.
1: Well, I have felt lonely in our marriage.
3: I know. I remember. Yeah. You don't still <laughs> feel lonely now, do you? I don't. Okay, good.
1: And it was for a moment and it was because of our circumstances, but still, it's... Still made me feel, you know, it was still a a difficult part of our marriage. Yeah. Because it's like you said, we're here together and then you're feeling like you're alone. And really the loneliness came from not being able to, I guess kind of what that article was saying, not really being able to express those things Mm -hmm, to you mm -hmm. that I needed to express and share some things with you because of the vulnerable state our relationship was in at the moment. And you really
3: didn't feel like you could connect. So we're not connecting... On an intimate level, and because of that, that you're sitting right beside me, yeah. but feeling lonely. Right, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. So, 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 so what else did it say? Okay, just so there, were, the there were there, so she,
3: she lists a bunch of things. I guess reasons why you might have loneliness in mm-hmm, your marriage, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to, to read four of them. Mm-hmm, okay, because mm-hmm. there's there's several here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's doing this to me on purpose yeah, it because is. it wants me to it, wa- it wants me to read the the little uh, uh, advertisement on the bottom, so <laughs> it wouldn't let me scroll up. Anyway. Go ahead. Hectic schedule.
1: Mm, you know that'll do it.
3: Yes. You are going, going, going. You're like passing ships in the night, as exactly. they say. <laughs> one of you's leaving while the other Almost one's coming, coming in. in? Oh, you might do man. a little kiss on the way out, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: one goes to bed at 8 o'clock. The right. The other one not even <laughs> home yet.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, craving for emotional support. Mm. So so she gives an example of like, you know, um, maybe a parent is going through some illness and you have to, yes, you know, constantly be taking yes, care of your yes, parent. Yes, and yes, you're yes, looking for emotional support yes. from your spouse and you're not getting it. It's making or you feel lonely. Or even
1: emotional support. I need your emotional support because I am dealing with a terrible boss at work.
3: Correct. You That's know? another one. That's
1: another one. Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, rare physical intimacy in other words, mm. we never do anything with each other physically Ain't
1: it on, honey. that's right and Ain't because no of on. that
3: a lot of times people start feeling lonely yes. because we're not intimate physically, enough physically I- yeah you know what that saying? Can
1: definitely bring on loneliness
3: and then another one is a lack of time together always surrounded by your kids or other family wow. members so wow, you don't wow, have wow, any wow. actual time together.
1: So, what do you think is the cure for this? Because it's like,
3: well, well, what to you me, do? well, to me, there's a couple of things, right? Yeah. I think most people are busy and probably too busy, especially now coming back
1: yes, to in-person, in-person person, stuff, right? Definitely. So definitely. you weren't
3: doing in-person, and yeah. now all of a sudden you're doing it again, and you're finding yourself super busy. I think automatically, right there, if you were to say, "We are going to find a way to cut something out," now this yeah, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our normal inclination as people is to Fill up our schedule with stuff. Mm. So let's just say um, my, my schedule's full, something gets canceled, my natural inclination is to fill replace it, it yeah, with yeah, something yeah, else. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm suggesting is don't do that. Just cancel something to cancel it so that you can just have time with each yeah, other.
1: So you got to be deliberate in making that thing happen. Exactly. So that you can have that time for each other, for that emotional connection. There was a
3: book I read a long time ago that I want to suggest right now, because uh, we only have a couple more minutes left. The book is called Margin. Yeah, yeah. Margin basically teaches this idea that if you look at a piece of paper and you write... And if you were going to write from one corner of the paper all the way to the other and fill the whole thing up, it would look really cluttered. Mm. And so most people write in the margins. Mm-hmm, there's, a, mm-hmm. there's a top and bottom part. There's sides that you mm-hmm, write inside that mm-hmm. middle part so that there's white all the way it. around. And then that's it. Well, he's saying most of our lives are so filled from corner to corner mm. with words that we don't have any margin in our lives. So oh, that's what you say. saying. That's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. so it's time for you to start canceling stuff just so that you guys can have time together. So
1: give some space in between there.
3: Give some space. <laughs> We got some white space on the edge you saying what
1: the heck the edge. man you are going from the red to the red that's crazy
3: okay so that's one that's yeah, one yeah, cure yeah. i think the other one is get a babysitter you are listening to the night j radio network